0: Have you been searching for your tribe of women? Well, look no further. Tribe was created with women in mind, a place to grow, learn and connect to our best selves. Every Friday at three, tune in with your host Kay and Lindsay to discuss everything women, raw, authentic and ready to break barriers as we grow together into our best selves. Welcome to Tribe.
1: Good afternoon and welcome to another Friday at Tribe. I'm your host, Kay, and co-host, Lindsay. In our podcast journey towards personal and spiritual growth, there's a pivotal, often overlooked aspect called shadow work. This is not my favorite thing in the world, but it is amazing. (laughs) It's diving into our shadow selves and it requires us to have courage and a time of self-reflection and a willingness to confront the aspects of ourselves that we often hide or deny. I know that this is something that was very challenging for me. Um, I just started doing shadow work within the last two years and it is so, so important, but it is very emotional. (laughs) It's not, it's not an easy journey, but the reward is honestly immeasurable and just facing things about ourselves that we don't necessarily want to face or, certain parts of ourselves that we may not like or show other people. And, uh, I don't know about you, Linz, but this was a real hard thing for me was, you know, because for me being neurodivergent too, like I struggled with my self image as it was. So being able to be vulnerable with myself and to be able to look in the mirror and not just look at the things I loved, but look at the things that I didn't like dig into trauma all the way back to as far as I could remember. And as I started doing this, and as I'm also, I was practicing mindfulness before I started practicing and getting into shadow work. And so they kind of go hand in hand. And as I started to practice that shadow work and looking at myself, but also being mindful of different things in my life and being able to see things as a whole, not just because I'm getting defensive because of talking about myself, but being able to remove my own feelings and truly look at things and say, you know what? this is a trait I really don't like about myself and being able to work on that. Absolutely. And I think um,
0: like when we think of the term, like I always think of like my healing journey as getting back to wholeness, Mm -hmm. getting to my whole core self of who I really am. Um, And I think that in order to get to that level of wholeness, and core self that it requires us to look at those parts of ourselves that we are ashamed of or embarrassed by or Mm -hmm. have denied. So the shadow prevents us from feeling worthy and getting what we want, because we believe that these parts of ourselves are so awful that we'll be rejected if we reveal them to people.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I found a big part of that for me was like, even going back to being neurodivergent my whole life and always feeling like the oddball. And then when I became aware that I had ADHD, and honestly being able, although it was just for me, it was like it's just a title, this is who I am, but being able to look in the mirror and say, I'm not weird, and being okay with the fact that I'm different, but that doesn't make me weird. And I thought that that was something I struggled with for so long because I always looked in the mirror and was like, what's wrong with you? Because even going back to that childhood, I had people in my family who would say to me, you know, oh, thank God you're cute. You're not too smart. And I heard that my entire life. So I've always believed I was truly stupid. So it was constantly looking in the mirror and just being like, you idiot, you're so stupid. This is why no one likes you. And being able to embrace that so much and learn to truly love myself that now I love being able to talk about these things with other women because there are so many women out there who go through similar things and we just beat ourselves up and tear ourselves down. And it is okay to be different. You don't have to blend in and be like everybody else. And you weren't called to blend in and be like everybody else. Definitely.
0: And I think too, like... That comes with like honoring our shadow. So um, they say energy can't be created or destroyed. It can only be transferred or changed from one form to another. So mm-hmm. we, we all have a shadow and we can't change that. We can't take that away and turn it off, but we can change its form. And we can change that, you know, as these times come up, reflecting, noticing when we're feeling ashamed, upset, embarrassed, annoyed, or like you need something external to cope. So Mm -hmm. this could even be like shopping, social media, alcohol, drugs, and just looking at that part of what is causing these, what feeling am I feeling that's making me want to deny this feeling and take it away? What's coming up and reflecting on that. And like, yeah, it can be, it's a huge journey and there's a lot of, so what I think of is the shame and blame, hmm so that can be a huge sign to identify your shadows when you're feeling those feelings of shame and blame what is triggering that and what's coming up and how can we challenge that within ourselves and contradict it like you said of feeling like you're stupid <laughs> and having that in the mirror and thinking you're an idiot well how can you contradict and flip that to say what would happen if the opposite were true
1: mm-hmm.
0: what would happen if I was intelligent and I felt like really questioning it and flipping it.
1: Absolutely. And I find like today, a big part of of that for me was building myself back up and realizing the power of my words, the power of my tongue and speaking things into existence. So I started, how I started to kind of get my mindset into a different, more healthy space was I have affirmations that I get up every day and it's a part of my morning routine. Every single day I get up and I play these affirmations and it's all about empowering women and our strength as women and, you know, being a queen and authentically just relishing in who you are. So I started playing that every single day and learning all the words to it and singing with it and speaking that about myself rather than looking in the mirror and saying, you know, Oh, you're dumb. Yes.
0: And I want to say, too, is, like, all of these things that are formed from, too, like, it goes way back. There's so much programming and conditioning that
1: mm-hmm. is
0: done throughout our upbringing that these things, these shadows come from. And even just, like, I even think of, like, words are so powerful. Like you said, the affirmations are so powerful. And some of the words and things that are out there that we're saying, like, there are songs on the radio that I hear. There's, oh, where's God. the one that says something about let's get numb? I want to get dumb, dumb, dumb. And I'm like, okay, what is happening? Like,
1: Oh, I know. It's yes. I, mean,
0: it's a ca- <laughs> I was trying to think. <laughs> yes, and it's a catchy song, but you it read is. the lyrics and you're like, no, why am I saying that? I don't want to be putting that into my head and I don't want anybody around me. Like kids these age are listening to mm-hmm. this. And it's like such a programming of I want to get numb. I want to forget where I'm from. Dumb. Like it's just, it has so much impact on our brain that I think we don't even realize. And it's like,
1: you know what? Oh God, girl.
0: There's so many songs too, like it. Like so many that are just programming and making us talk and feel a certain way about ourselves that
1: absolutely can
0: be changed. Like you said, with playing the affirmation music and imagine if that's the music we were listening on the radio with stuff saying that's so empowering and encouraging and uplifting rather than this negative vibration of, all these things that they're putting into these thoughts and feelings that Mm -hmm. they're putting into us. When you listen to a song, it creates a feeling a lot of the time, right? It's like, yeah, there's sad songs, happy songs. And I just think we don't realize the power of words and you have to really think everything you've watched, everything you've heard, everything you've read, everything everyone has said to you has shaped you in your beliefs about yourself in some way, shape or form.
1: Yes, I actually just had this conversation. So I'm so happy you brought this up. I just had this conversation during a photo shoot in my studio on Sunday. um, Because when I do my empowerment photo shoots with women, I love to pump up the music. So I always tell them like, what's your favorite playlist? And I play it, something that's gonna, you know, some Beyonce or whatever makes you feel good. and makes you just jump out of your skin and feel like a queen and just, you know what I mean? Just have that moment and we just had a playlist from apple playing and doja cat came on paint the town red that song is not allowed on in my home at all um and it came on and it's such a catchy tune and i hate it oh my i know because i'm sitting there and i started vibing to it not even thinking because i'm working and i'm just like yes girl work it pose like this pose like this and i found myself and then i went oh my god this is the song and i was like turn that off can i turn it off
0: (laughs) I know. And it's crazy because that song came on too at one time and I was like listening to it and it's so catchy. And then it's like, no, why am I saying this stuff? There's no way I'm going to partake and say this stuff because absolutely it should not be allowed what is happening that we're doing this to a whole culture of people to repeat these words and to be singing these songs. And like at such an age where their brains are just so like malleable and shapeable. Yes. Oh yeah. It's all the time. The radio now it's like, I hate the radio. I'm like, yeah, no, we don't play it. No, there's so (laughs) many bad songs on there that are just negative and like just not songs that need to be, you know, affecting. Yeah. That's where a lot, I think, definitely you'll find some of the programming and
1: shadow work can come up big time and we need to be careful of that with our children because I know in our home like we monitor everything because even kids shows I've been seeing kids shows that have way too much stuff going on that these kids shouldn't even be hearing about my daughter is seven and she was watching a cartoon and the characters were talking about how she cheated on her boyfriend and this was a cartoon and I walked in and I was like absolutely not like that was the last day you got to watch that turn it off. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So like, we need to be mindful of that, not just with ourselves, but with our kids too, because it's like this day and age, they are letting anything and everything through that TV and in those impressionable minds. And we have got to be cautious of that.
0: And the, the har- the hard part too, about it is, is a lot of this stuff resides in our subconscious part of our brain. So that's mm-hmm. the part that we don't access on a regular basis. So it's a very small perfe- percentage of, that we use our subconscious compared to our conscious. So it's like this stuff gets stored in parts of our brain that are very hidden and like Mm -hmm. they are very back there and certain things that bring them out. It's like, yeah, it's not a spot that when they're doing it, it's, it's subliminally doing it for a reason because it's subconsciously going in there and doing more
1: damage. (laughs) Yeah. And speaking of subconscious and things coming out, um, another one is like when you're starting to do that shadow work, you will start to have things start to reveal themselves to you that was buried in your subconscious that you literally forgot about. I know for me, when I started, there was a really big moment for me and it was extremely emotional. Um, I was literally driving my car and the women in my family have premonitions and visions. I don't have a lot of them. Um, I do have a lot of other gifts, but I don't really have the premonitions as strongly as my mom does. and. Um, It was the creepiest thing because I was just, I was driving down the road. I don't know what triggered it. I, to this day, I can't tell you where it came from, but it was just like a flash. Like it was clear as day in front of me while I'm driving my car that I had to swerve off to the side of the road and park the car because it threw me off so much. And it was like the second that I seen that flash, even though it lasted maybe three seconds, it was like instant breakdown and crying and realizing this happened to me how did I forget this? Where did this come from? And why do I suddenly remember it? Like it was yesterday. I remember what I was wearing. I remember what the room looked like. I remember this. I remember this. And I'm like, why? Like where it was such a big part of my healing. All these things started to pop up that I had buried in my childhood that I, to this day, just like, it, it just blew my mind when it came up because it was like, Oh my God. And then I, once you, I seen that flash, it was like, it all came back and I remembered it. I don't have you I don't know if you've ever had that happen but it was just I've never had that happen to me before and when I really started digging deep into that into my childhood it was just like these things that were coming up and I it was very very emotional
0: oh yes and that's the thing I think you mentioned in the beginning too is that it takes courage to embark on these type of doing the work as they call them and mm-hmm. um, of course I always recommend finding a a professional, um, whether that be a counselor or a psychologist, um, a coach, someone that you can navigate, um, going through this stuff with, because it's important to be able to have someone you can be vulnerable as you're going with, going through this and help navigate and see things from a different lens that maybe you didn't see and that they can help you kind of dig in on, be that third eye view that, um, can be really hard for us to be able to see when we're in it right someone looking mm-hmm. outside in can be so helpful
1: and let's say it together therapy's not a bad word <laughs>
0: <laughs> no I seen this quote or there's something that said about if if their kid asks about uh, Mom, if kids, if people go to therapy, does that mean they have problems? And she responded, Everybody has problems. It's the people who want to find a solution that go to therapy. And I was like, mm. That is just, that's so true. Because we all do have problems. Let's face it. And just finding someone to help navigate through some of those things, you don't have to be in like rock bottom or this huge rut to seek therapy. It's actually better to do it when. If you are feeling like, oh, okay, maybe you're in a better spot to be able to dig in and not waiting till you hit rock bottom or feeling absolutely just um, unworthy and able to to mm-hmm. get. But that's the thing about too is feeling worthy is that when you're able to face these shadows, you're really just everything that you've deemed bad. You feel worthy because you're no longer hiding.
1: Yeah. And it's a
0: a form of freedom. You feel free to be you.
1: Mm -hmm. And I feel like once you get to that point, it's like a new you has been born. And I know last week we talked about the healthy versus unhealthy relationships. And I found that when that part of me felt like I was reborn and that I had this new outlook on my life, that I really was able to then label my friendships of saying, okay, you know what? Like there's some reevaluating I need to do. Because you really and truly see your life so differently that you just want people there who are supportive, who are part of that journey. And you start to kind of set up new boundaries. And it's a really a complete different outlook on your life. Mm -hmm. Or I know it was for me because it was like, I looked at everything differently. It was like, why am I doing this? Why am I keeping this company? Why am I being friends with you? And it was like, I didn't even feel sad. I didn't feel... um, uh like i was upsetting someone you know what i mean because usually it was always that people pleasing and i didn't feel any of that it actually felt so good to say no and be like this is not for me and to just let people go in love because there's no hatred i don't hate you you're just not a part of the season of my life and i have to end this friendship and it actually felt so good to just weed out things in my life that were not for me and being able to embrace a new chapter of my life and being authentically me totally and sometimes I find, I just want to touch on this really quickly. I find that sometimes we want to hold on to those old friendships because they're familiar. We've known them for so long. But this chapter of your life doesn't have to be a time where you're fearful of losing friends because when you start to open up these new chapters of your life, you are going to meet so many amazing people who are going to be like-minded. And I know people told this to me and I found it hard to believe because again, I always had this low look of myself of, well, I'm kind of weird. And so I was like, "Mm, I don't know. And they were like, no, you know, girl, it's going to be great. You're going to get rid of these toxic friends and you're going to find so many like-minded women who want to be a part of what you have to offer. And she was so right. I got rid of these friends that were just anchors holding my boat down. And I am telling you since I have not attracted toxic people. I have attracted such amazing, beautiful, like-minded people in my life. And I'm so grateful for that. And you truly right. like just having that, that circle of people around you, right?
0: Yes. And I think too is just, you know, sometimes we need to have change, right? If something's not working, if we're not liking where we are in life, then it requires us to make some changes and do things differently. Yes. To be able to step into that power that we, that we all have.
1: Yes. I always tell people change doesn't change unless you change.
0: Yes, and because I think, it's
1: like you can't sit on the same merry-go-round and expect something to change if you're not doing anything to create change. <laughs> you can't do the, you get the same result doing something. You know what I mean? Yes. How, the, how the saying goes, you do the same thing expecting a different result.
0: Yes, something's got to change sometimes. Mm-hmm. You, and another thing I want to just note on too, when it comes to doing shadow work, since a lot of our shadows are formed in early childhood, it's a really great um, time to practice inner child work when you're going through this. And oh, what yes. and what that looks like for those of you who might not know the term is essentially they say when we experience so being called stupid, for example, because that's one that hits with me too as a child. So at eight years old, I was called stupid. I was going to amount to be nothing, all these negative things. So for me, taking that shadow and looking at it and going into picturing myself at eight years old in that situation and how she felt and connecting with her as adult Lindsay And this can be time down in the bath. This can be time like before bed, just really meditating. Um, I also like to have pictures of myself as a young girl to be able to look at and Mm -hmm. talk to her that way and just think, connect with them because that is, this is the way that traditionally it was believed to heal through that sort of trauma as a child is reconnecting with that part of yourself that experienced that feeling and talking to You know, I'm I'm an adult now. I see you. I'm here for you. What do you need? Giving little you a hug. And there's, it's just, it's phenomenal of the amount of just over time, right? It's that rewiring of over time, talking to yourself Mm and going back to that time and recognizing that, that little part of you that was hurt because as an adult through our adult lenses, it can be so easy for us to minimize like, Oh, it wasn't that bad when I was a kid. Oh, it's okay. But going back and picturing how you would have felt in that little body of yours and connecting with that part. Cause a lot of the time when our inner child is getting triggered and acting out, it's because there's a wound there that needs some attentiveness too. So if you're acting out and acting like a child, so there are a lot of times, there was things that would happen to me and I would act out and do very childish things and not know what was happening. And because it was that inner child wound of little Lindsay feeling this certain way that was no longer irrelevant, but that part hadn't healed. Yeah. So it was a lot of doing that work and going back and talking to myself at that age and a lot of therapy around that memory and being able to just be okay and feel differently and, Yeah, it's just, I highly recommend that type of inner child work.
1: I love, I love that because that's actually something that I've just started really reading a lot on. Um, I'm sure you've noticed on my socials, I've been talking about inner child a lot lately. (laughs) I've been reading a lot about our inner child and not just the shadow part, but like connecting with our inner child and honoring them and who they are and what they wanted. And it was so refreshing for me because I, for me growing up, like I said, I was kind of, you know, weird, say weird, whatever. Um, but there was, I was so obsessed with mermaids as a little girl, my whole life. I was obsessed with the water. I always wanted to be swimming. I used to tie my ankles together because I wanted to be a mermaid and it was just crazy because throughout my entire life, everything around me my emotions involves water when I'm upset I want to get into the bathtub and I just lay there under the water with camels around me and I said you know what like I want to let that little girl live her dreams so I bought a mermaid tail I love that and so much. <laughs> I got made oh I got made fun of so hard for it and I laughed and I was no. just like you can laugh all you want I was like because you're gonna be jealous when I'm down in the pool swimming in my tail and you know that <laughs> one <laughs> But I lo- I love it, and you know what? I have a couple of other friends who felt the same way, and they were like, "Oh my God, you know, that was my dream when I was a little girl. I just want to be a mermaid." And now we have a group of girls, and we get together and we go swimming once a month in our mermaid tails. We rent a pool for a hundred bucks for a few hours, and we just swim in our tails, and we hang out, and we take pictures, and just honoring that inner child and letting her live her dream. It's just so beautiful. I love that. Like I think that's so important because so many times, you know, we have all these things from our childhood and. We become adults and it's just like, oh, you know, I'm an adult. I don't have time for that. I have bills to pay. I have this to do. And it's like, let, let that inner child come out. And I think too,
0: especially if you've had like for myself, like I grew up too quickly, I found. So especially if you you didn't have time to participate in these childlike activities as a child and you didn't feel safe to be able to be imaginative and playful like that, it's Mm -hmm. like that part of us, it's like, we still need that playfulness as an adult, we Still need to connect with that And that that there's no shame in it. No. You know,
1: people have this whole like, oh, you know, you're an adult now, grow up. Who said that being an adult means you can't have fun? And for anything, you know, I love that I'm showing that to my children, and that you know, my daughter has a my daughter has a mermaid tail, and I tell her all the time, like, if you ever want to go swimming, we can put our tails on together. We can go to the pool and swim together in our tails, and just you know, being being random and being able to blast music in the middle of the afternoon and me and my kids dance all around the house and just have fun and just letting that inner child dance free and wild and just enjoying those moments. Yes. like That's so important. And I feel like so many of us adults lose touch with our inner child. And for me, I find that that's a big part of parenting is being able to connect with your inner child. Because I know for me, like my daughter, we're not a hundred percent sure, but we think that, She might have ODD and which is oppositional defiance disorder. And it's really, really hard and exhausting. And on top of the fact that like everyone in my house is neurodivergent. So I love that I can take a minute, you know, when she's going through certain things where I stop and I put myself in her shoes from when I was a child. And, you know, at the time I wasn't diagnosed and I didn't know why I had, you know, these struggles in math and science and why I struggled with all these things. And being able to kind of put myself into her shoes, but also into my own shoes as a child and saying, you know, how did it feel when I would tell my mom this and she would get mad at me? Or how did I feel about this? And, you know, how my mom would react and how I would want to react and how I would want at that age for my parent to react and trying to be able to give my daughter that. Absolutely. Uh, Sorry, I was taking a sip of my tea. (laughs) I don't know what anybody else. I don't know if you guys notice how raspy my voice is. But it's like everyone right now has been getting this cold where you get like a fever and the body chills, but you don't actually feel like you're sick. So I woke up and I've just been feeling really like, ugh, just crappy.
0: I'm just getting over <laughs> cold myself and my partner and uh, my little guy are too. So it's definitely going around.
1: Yeah, my hubby had it last week. And now I've just like, I, again, I feel fine, but I'm like, I feel kind of warm, like hot and my voice is scratchy so don't mind me here with my sniffles and sipping hot tea I'm trying to be quiet about my tea sipping so you guys don't hear me
0: (laughs) I love it Oh god,
1: I gotta be honest because I know you guys heard a little slurp here and there I was trying my best
0: (laughs) yeah so I think like just basically working with your shadow isn't easy or fun a lot of the time but it is very crucial to coming back to the core self and healing triggers in order to
1: thrive mm. and by facing and integrating our shadows we really unlock like our greatest potential in healing emotional wounds cultivating a sense of wholeness I'm not I'm like oh I could talk about shadow work all day and I know that we can't do that <laughs> <laughs> but it is so important and there's so many great journals that are out there as well um so I really loved that because sometimes doing shadow work can be difficult. And when we're trying to do different things every day. And we're just saying, you know, well, how is another way I can do this? So I loved that there are so many options. You can buy digital books. You can buy a lot of great books at Winners as well. Um, so that's actually where I got my book. So it's a shadow book that's all our shadow work book, sorry. And it's all about how you can love yourself and love your inner child. And you fill it out and it asks you for prompts every day and it has little parts that you read. So I really encourage you to look into that if you are interested in doing some shadow work and just healing your inner self and being authentically you. I am so happy that you guys have joined us for another week. And I cannot wait. We're just wrapping up this session on mental health. So this was our last episode on mental health, and we're going into our second season. I'm so excited. (laughs) Um, We're going to have some guest speakers coming on really soon. that I'm super excited to announce. So I hope you guys will stick with us. Um, If you would like to be a guest speaker, please do not hesitate to reach out to us. um, WildSoulsConnect at gmail.com. I hope you guys have an amazing week. And we will see you next Friday.
0: Bye.